My sisters and brothers, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. After John had been arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the gospel of God. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. As he passed by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting their nets into the sea. They were fishermen. Jesus said to them, come after me and I will make you fishers of men. Then they abandoned their nets and followed him. He walked along a little farther and saw James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They too were in a boat mending their nets. Then he called them, so they left their father Zebedee in the boat, along with the hired men, and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Repent. Before repentance means changing our actions, repentance means changing how we see. And particularly, repenting means changing our minds or how we judge. It invites us to perceive differently than we are used to. To notice how we have formed opinions about the way things are and what is important and what matters, what is good and what is bad. And the invitation to repent is an invitation to challenge our ordinary, usual certainties. Throw them up in the air and see if indeed there isn't something different that we are missing, something more changes how we see and how we believe and how we judge. And then repentance may in turn change how we behave and how we act and what we do. In the first reading from the book of the prophet Jonah, there's a whole lot of repentance going on. Nineveh is the capital of the Assyrian Empire. And for centuries, the Assyrian Empire had been persecuting most of the world. It ruled it. And it was prosperous and great and powerful. But its prosperity came on the backs of the work of those people they had conquered and oppressed, among them the people of Israel. So the Assyrians in that world were not looked upon very favorably. They were the enemy. They were the ones who were making life miserable. Unless, of course, you were in Assyria, living in Nineveh and enjoying the prosperity. God sends Jonah the prophet to call them to repentance. Jonah doesn't want to do it because he doesn't want them repenting. And he believes that the power of God's word is so strong that if he announces it, they will. And his enemies won't be destroyed. But nonetheless, he, he begins to carry out the mission. And the Ninevites look around at themselves and they see all their prosperity and hear the threat that it's all going to be destroyed and it's not going to last. And they change. At least in the parable that Prophet Jonah, the story of Prophet Jonah is. And then God changes. In fact, the only time in the, in the reading where the word repentance is used 
It is used to talk about God changing his judgment and relents on his punishment of the people of Nineveh, making Jonah even more miserable. St. Paul calls us to take a look at what we are investing our energy in and asking us the very important question, are you giving yourself away to something that will pass away or are you giving yourself away to something that will last forever? Inviting us to look differently at our priorities, at our commitments, the way we invest ourselves in life. What are we giving ourselves away to? What are we loving? And are we aware that we might be, just might be loving things that will not last while neglecting that which is eternal? And then Jesus appears in Galilee announcing that the time of fulfillment is here, the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God is upon us. See it. Notice it. Look for it. It isn't where it, you won't find it in the ordinary places. You will find power. In fact, he invites us to see everything so differently. He invites us to look at those who are considered cursed and see them as blessed. He invites us to look at scarcity and see abundance. He invites us to look at suffering and see it as a pathway to freedom. He invites us to look at our enemies and see them as friends. He invites us to look at our possessions and see them as passing away. He invites us to look and see everything through the eyes of the kingdom of heaven, not our eyes. And he calls these four apostles, Simon and Andrew, James and John. And he calls them to change their lifestyle, to change their lives completely, to not invest so much energy in the work of simply surviving, which is what they're doing. They are fishermen. And they're working their trade. They're trying to make a living. They're trying to get through the world. And Jesus calls them and says, your survival depends on trusting in God. Come follow me. And I will show you so much more than mere survival. So the readings call us to take a look and see what we are assuming has to be true in the world. Who has to be our enemy? What requires all of our attention and effort? What is most important to us? And it invites us simply to take a look and say, does that have to be the case? Or am I pouring my hatred, my passion towards others in a way that is utterly unuseful? Am I pouring my love into endeavors and challenges that will yield no great fruit? 
Or am I indeed willing to change the way I see, change the way I judge, and therefore change the way I act so that I can experience the great mercy, the wonderful unity, the joy and the peace that is the kingdom of God.